You're listening to The Royally Made, a different kind of podcast helping you grow in power, purpose, and grace. Let's see what it really means to be a royal daughter. Happy Monday and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. What I want to talk about in this episode is really the difference between trusting in God's promises versus our timelines. And stick with me because I think this is something that we all tend to deal with, whether we realize it or not. I know, especially in the Christian kind of sphere and community, um, there's been a lot of prophecy and words and things that we've been believing for, and maybe even you've been believing for some of them, but oftentimes there's timelines attached to that, and it's going to happen by this date, or it's going to happen by this time. And while some of that could be very true, and I'm not negating that, a lot of times what happens is we have a word from God or a promise from God that we're believing for, and then we step in, right? And we attach our timelines, our conditions, we attach all of these extra things to the promise. And then what happens is when those things don't happen according to the timeline we set, we lose faith and we think, oh, well, that must have been wrong or God must be holding out on me or maybe the whole thing wasn't true. And then we lose hope. And it says in Proverbs that hope deferred makes the heart sick. And what happens too often, like I said, is we we get words from God, we get vision, we get direction, we have a promise that we're believing for. And then instead of our hope being placed in the promise our hope starts to be placed in our timelines and in all of the extra conditions that we're attaching to what God said. And so when your timelines aren't coming true, when your expectations aren't coming true, when things aren't happening the way that you envisioned it, then what happens is hope deferred makes the heart sick. Your heart becomes sick because your hope is being deferred and deferred and deferred. But the problem isn't God's word. The problem is that your hope was in the wrong thing. Your hope can't be deferred if your hope is in the promises of God, if your hope is in his word, because his word never fails. But like I said, that's often not where our hope is placed. And so what I want to do is kind of shift our perspective a little bit from how we normally trust God for things and all of the extra things we're putting onto it and shifting it a bit to what God says. So in Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8, it says, The person who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence indeed is the Lord, is blessed. He will be like a tree planted by water. It sends its roots out toward a stream. It doesn't fear when heat comes, and its foliage remains green. It will not worry in a year of drought or cease producing fruit. This is the picture of what a Christian's life should be at all times. And I know we just went through a worldwide pandemic and we're still going through some really scary things. And a lot of Christians especially have really faltered during this time. And there's people who believe in God and and have faith in God, and yet they're just as worried as someone else who doesn't. And they're dealing with fear and they're they're scared and they don't know where to turn. And they're trying, they're, they're, um, Their security and their faith is in everything going okay. And so then when it looks like things might not be going okay, then they falter and they no longer have fruit and they no longer have confidence and they no longer have courage. And so what I'm trying to explain is that if your faith and your security 
is in all of these expectations that you've placed upon God and his promises, then it's going to get deferred. And when it gets deferred, then you're not going to have anything solid to stand on. What we need to do as Christians is we need to first build a foundation of God, his word, and his promises. Ask God, what have I added to your promises? What kind of expectations and timelines have I placed onto your promises that were not necessarily from you? And go through and write out the promises of God that you find in his word. You can stand on those things, that he has good things for you, that he has plans for your future, plans to give you a hope and a future. Those are things that you can stand on. And too often, God is trying to show us things about our future. Maybe it's your purpose. Maybe it's something that he has planned for you. Maybe it's a move he wants you to make. There's all kinds of things that he can be speaking to you and maybe speaking through other people to you. And yet again, we put our own conditions onto it. Sometimes we can even think of a promise or something that God wants to do for us in our life. And then we start using our imaginations in a good way, but we start taking it a little overboard, right? It's good to use your imagination to envision what God has spoken to you, right? You need to see it on the inside first before you see it on the outside. But one problem that we can run into when we do that is sometimes we don't just envision what God spoke to us. We start envisioning all kinds of things wrapped up into that, right? Maybe he said that you're you're going to move and you're going to have a new home. Well, maybe you start saying, oh, well, I'm going to have a new home by this date and I'm going to be in by Christmas. And so, oh, what will my Christmas party look like? And oh, well, actually, I believe it's this home. So now I'm going to fix everything around this one home. And again, there's there's a place to imagine yourself in these things. But what happens is when that home sells, where's your faith, right? Do you just completely crumble and go, well, maybe I didn't hear God right? No, if he promised you that, then it's going to be fulfilled, but you can't keep adding to his promises and then losing faith when your additions don't happen. It says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. You know, too often God is trying to lead us into the next thing that he has planned for us, but we don't want to take that step of faith until we know, okay, God, that sounds great, but when is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? How is it going to work out? How is it going to affect me? You know, am I going to have enough to provide for this? We want to know everything that's going to happen in the rest of the story before we'll take that first step. And that's not how things work. It says that when you start moving, then he directs your steps. He will make your path straight before you, but you can't know where the path is leading you until you begin walking down it. And too often, like I said, we, we add all of these extra things onto the promises of God and, and onto what he's spoken to us because we're afraid, right? We're afraid to take a step of faith. We're afraid to step out into the unknown. And the problem is what God has called you to is going to require a lot of unknown territory, right? You can't be a trailblazer if you're following after someone else's footsteps. You have to be willing to go where no one's gone before, right? You have to be willing to actually take a step of faith. If you can see everything before you, before you take any steps forward, that doesn't require any faith. And faith pleases 
God. And the people in the Bible who did the most extraordinary things for God and fulfilled their purpose and changed the course of history and did big, important things, they all said yes to God before they knew how it was going to work out. They took a step. They started walking in whatever direction God was telling them to. And then we see the story unfold. And we have the honor of seeing their story from start to finish. But they didn't know that. They didn't know the rest of the story. And you don't know the rest of your story yet. And that's okay. But you're not going to find out what is waiting for you in your future unless you're willing to take these first steps of faith, not knowing how it's going to work out, right? Not knowing what the timeline might be. You need to get a vision for your life and hide the promises of God in your heart and release your timelines to God. Maybe you think it might happen in a certain time and that's okay, but if it doesn't and your expectations aren't met perfectly, don't let that deter you. Don't let that depress you. Don't let that steal that promise that God gave you from your heart because it will come to fruition if you just don't give up. And it's probably going to happen a lot better than you thought it would. Jeff and I just actually recently bought a house and it's been an incredible experience. But the reason why I'm sharing it is because this is our second home. And when we first started looking for our home, I started going back to our first home and how God worked that out. And it was amazing. It was incredible. It was a miracle. It was a total God story. But I was kind of going back in my mind of, okay, this is how it's going to work out this time because that's what happened last time. And while God certainly was willing to give me a home and he wanted to bless me and and that promise was true, it wasn't going to happen exactly the way it happened last time. And so God really had to stretch, I had to stretch my faith because I was getting hooked onto certain homes and then really discouraged when they would get taken away. And my emotions were kind of going like this, like up and down, up and down. I was feeling really confident when I thought it was going to work out a certain way. And then when it didn't, my emotions would go down and I get kind of depressed. And I realized, you know, I can't live my life this way. This is how so many of us live every area of our life, not just buying a home, but in every area, our relationships, our marriage, our job, if things are going well for us in our, in our purpose, we kind of live in this roller coaster of up and down, up and down. And so what we need to do, if we want to be strong, confident women, we need to have a foundation that isn't dependent on how our expectations are being met or not met. But we need to have a foundation of his truth so that no matter what happens in your life, you're someone who knows how to stand on the promises of God and not waver based on how things look in the natural. His promises are sure and his timing is perfect, but we're not always going to know what that timing is because it doesn't require require any faith. And going back to us buying this home, we were getting really worried for a while because we were waiting for certain things to come through. They were taking an abnormally long time. (laughs) And even our realtor was like, yeah, that's really weird. I would just stay on top of them. And so we were trying to stay on top of things. And I know we were getting a little worried of, of, oh no, these homes are getting taken while we're still waiting on something else to happen. And then all of a sudden it happened. My mother-in-law said one time, and it's always stuck with me, that God doesn't often work fast, but he does work suddenly. And that's kind of how it's been in my life is it seems like it's taking a long time. It's the waiting can feel like forever, but when it happens, boom, it happens. And that's what happened for us. All of a sudden, this one thing that we were waiting on happened and then boom, 
this certain house opened up on this exact day. Boom, we were able to go look at it. Boom, we put it in an offer. Boom, it was accepted. God had such a better plan for us. The house we ended up getting was better than all of the other houses that we looked at and that we we lost and we thought were the house that we wanted, right? It worked out so perfectly, the timing, that if I had sat down and tried to write out the perfect plan for us moving and getting a home and what the timeline would look like, I would not be able to make it out this perfect. God knew what was going to bless us and he knew it was going to work perfectly for us. And too often, God is trying so hard to bless you. He's trying to bless your life. He's trying to work things out in a way that it's going to be absolutely better than anything you could plan out. But we lose faith so quickly. We lose faith. We lose hope. And God is going just wait a little bit. Just keep hoping. I've got something so much better for you if you would just exercise a little patience. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit, which means you have it already. You're not trying to get it. You have patience. You have to choose to exercise it. But the devil doesn't have patience because it's a fruit of the Spirit. And so there's a lot of battles that you're going to win in this life if you simply don't give up. I love what Gandalf says to Frodo in The Lord of the Rings. He says, It's a dangerous business, Frodo, going out your door. You step onto the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. This is the life that God is calling us to. He has such an adventure planned for you, full of good things, full of promises, full of blessings, full of adventures that you can't even begin to imagine. But too often, we want to sit in our little hobbit hole in the ground and go, well, God, can you tell me everything that's going to happen first? Because I'm not so sure that I'm okay with that. And that's not how it works. We need to be like Frodo and go, you know what? I'm tired of just sitting here. I'm tired of just living in a hole in the ground. I want to take a chance on the adventure that could be waiting for me. And when you take that first step and then you take the next and then you take the next, he will make your path straight before you. And you will pretty soon be walking into an adventure that feels so big and so glorious that you wonder how you even got there. And then that's when God can use you. And that's when all of the big and glorious things can begin. So I hope that this encouraged you. I hope that this helped you in putting your hope and your trust in God rather than your own timelines and expectations. I hope that this encouraged you. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. If you enjoyed it, then make sure to like this video to help support this channel and also be sure to subscribe if you would like to see more videos from me. Thank you so much for joining me and until next time, remember to live your story well.